to the most further show you're welcome if you're new here welcome if you've been here before welcome and for all of you that have been listening to this episodes and you've not been sharing with your friends your family join a long team please share with as many people as possible and let them get good stuff edifying stuff so today's topic is going to be very controversial this topic is going to be hey hopefully there will be no dragging of me somewhere online whatever but it's for believers and if you're a believer here please just grab your seatbelt grab your popcorns grab your drinks because today's topic is going to be very hot thank you so there's this man i like let's call him my boss i respect him a lot i am in love with his attitude his character his approach towards life he's very generous he's he's good he cares for people he looks out for the welfare of people he's just everywhere he does things and he does them with all of his heart and i respect this man so much i love his approach towards life on the other hand i've met his wife and I do not like his wife. In short, I get irritated at her presence. She's rude. She's evil. She's wicked. Let me put it that way. She doesn't like people. She scares people off. She's always trying to control her husband so that he will not commune with people and not be able to mingle and associate with people. That kind of thing. She's everything and more. She's, I don't know, the, the adjective to describe her is really not coming to me. But imagine that kind of woman. And the thing is, I respect this man, but his wife has another outlook, another approach. In short, the time I went to spend in their house for a week or two weeks, it was it was an irritable experience for me because, I mean, this man was gentle and everything, but the wife always on, on my neck, they are always trying to fight me. The thing is that I actually wanted to approach her and talk to her that I don't like what you're doing. As in, there were some things that she would do and it would be very irritable as a younger person and she being older than me so i couldn't really approach her and tell her this now believe me what usually went on in my mind at that point in time was to go to her confront her or any day she shouts because she can shout any day she shouts i'll just shout back and give her a piece of my mind but the thing is i was looking at her husband i know that for me to disrespect her I'm disrespecting her husband. And knowing the kind of person that her husband is, her husband is a nice person, a loving person. What you do to the woman, you do to him. In short, if you think of hurting the woman, you're hurting the husband because the two of them are one. And another thing I then I would think of is what will this what would be the approach towards my family if i do this to this woman now then they would have to report me to my parents and my parents will have to come and start telling them we're sorry and this and really i don't want to even go all that length for my family to come and be apologizing to somebody i know was wrong now imagine just let this scenario play in your head because this is the basis for my talk today Guys, that is the perfect description I can give for Christ and his church. If you check the church today, you'll just be wondering that, is this the church that Christ died for? Meanwhile, Christ, while on earth, he was all loving, caring, compassionate, friendly. His heart was open to everybody, was welcoming. But you look at the church and be like, God, is this the church he really died for? Now, let's note that Ephesians 5 from verse 23 to 13 starts telling us how women and men should react in their marriage or inside of marriage 
and he, and Paul was likening it to the church, how Christ is the head of the church, and the, uh, how Christ is the head of the church, and the church is the body. So Christ is the head of the church; he's the husband of the church, and we, the church, we are the we are the bride of Christ. We are the wives of Christ. Now, just like I at the scenario I played beforehand, where I told you that the wife of the my boss was annoying he was she was rude she did not care about your feelings she was giving it to you bad both i put it in such a way that you can see what is happening in the church how there are divisions now strife envy gossiping politics and frivolous activities are being played out in the church and you just sit down and you wonder that who really is in this church like how can this church bring people to christ but we also forget that this is actually the bride of Christ. Now, what is supposed to be our approach towards the the picture that the, the, the bride of Christ is painting? Or what is supposed to be our approach towards the actions of the church? Is it enough to go out on Twitter and drag the church, the, the bride of Christ? Is it enough to go out online, on Facebook, on social media, and because you see a particular church as a believer that you are, you go there and you start talking bad about your church? Now, let me give you a description from the Bible. The Bible tells us something in 1 Corinthians 12, where it starts talking about how we are given spiritual gifts and how there are different administrations in church. Some gave the gift of healing, some gave the gift of prophecy, and many other things. It now goes down to say, in that 1 Corinthians 12, goes down to start telling us on how there are members in the body. We have the eyes, the ears, the legs. And the eyes cannot do without the ears. The ears cannot do without the legs. The eyes cannot say let it exist on its own. The ears cannot say let it exist on its own. And the legs cannot say let it exist on its own. But together, they are members of the body. They make up the body. And that is the same thing for the church. So you are a member of a particular church. And you see that something is happening in their church. Or maybe their pastor has done something. And then you join others to drag. It's a member. What affects that church affects you Eh? What affects that church? Don't forget that all of you are labeled as Christians. Oh. Don't forget that what they call that church is what they will call your church. Oh. Then you're not to start trying to prove, oh no, in my church we don't do that. Come on. I'm not saying that we should excuse fraudulent activities. I'm not saying that we should excuse activities that are not godly in the church. What I'm saying is that for you not to excuse something does not necessarily mean you have to come online and drag such fellowship, right? The Bible tells us in Proverbs 1 about what wisdom did in Proverbs. How wisdom went about crying out in the streets, crying out in the town. And that is the same way wisdom is crying out in our churches. Because people have decided to follow the trends of the world. You want to be seen as woke, so you follow cancel culture. Yes, let them know that, yes, I'm a Christian, but I'm also logical. My friend, better know where you belong to and better know where you are and stick to it. Biblical verses littered across scriptures where you can get how to tackle issues like this. You see it in 1 Corinthians 5 and 6. You see it in Timothy, the book of Timothy. If you read 1 and 2, you see how Paul tells us to tackle issues. And if I'm not making a mistake, you also see it in James. So these are ways that we can tackle issues as believers. This is why I said as believers. Let's give an example. I noticed that my pastor has something doing with the, the women in the church. What would be my approach to it? Okay, first of all, I would pray about it. That is why I said this, this talk today is for believers. Those that have the Holy Spirit in them. 
So I would pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit as to how I would approach such issues. Not by going on Twitter to go and start dragging a pastor. As believers that we always fail to remember is the fact that God is a holy God. Holy, holy are you Lord. God does not tolerate unrighteousness. God does not tolerate strange fire. Read the Old Testament and see how he reacted to strange fire. So, if a pastor is doing something in his closet, ha, 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 you should also know that, in short, the wrath of God is heavy on his head. That's why the fact that um, healing is still following him in his ministry. That's why the fact that people are still giving testimonies that are mind-blowing in his ministry. But God cannot be mocked. If there is one thing that we are sure of, is the fact that God cannot be mocked. So, like I said, I would pray about it and I would wait for the next leading of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can lead me to go and talk to a, a leader that has integrity in him. And different setups or different things can be done from there. Maybe from the, from the Council of Elders, they would arrange something as to how they will handle the affairs of that pastor. But if as a believer, you go and shoot your leg and put something online, and you're waiting for other people to drag, or even if you are not the one that put it online, but when you see a generator, they have brought out the purpose and neighbor generator for another pastor, and you ha-ha, you laugh, you roll your sleeves up, and today you are ready to try. My brother, my sister, look at yourself. How is Jesus feeling? That you are talking to his bride that way. Are you not hurting him? Yes, his bride is wrong. Yes, his bride, they are not yet perfect. But are you not hurting him? You to think about that. Please let us apply wisdom in everything we are doing. We are not excusing the bad behaviors of people. We are not excusing the fact that there are some people that have earned. But we are saying in everything that we do, let us apply wisdom. Please, for God's sake, you must not comment on every post. It is not your, your duty to comment on every post. Every post is not for you. Let us not be the people that we would see something and then we would come and attack a pastor just because he's now our pastor. But then if it's our pastor, we'll try to defend him, please. Eh? The body of Christ, we are one, no. In heaven, there's no denomination. There's no Orthodox, Pentecostal, Presbyterian in heaven. We are one, the body, the bride. So please, in everything we do, let us apply wisdom and God will help us to apply the wisdom. Amen, amen. Please, you can follow us on Instagram at inside underscore L-I-A-G. Please, for more godly, wonderful content and for more updates as to when we post our content. And remember, our link is anchor.fm slash I-L-A-G, I-L-A-G. So please, share with as many people as possible. I love you all. <laughs> Bye.